Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In this video, I'm going to be going through another set of weekly rankings. In this one, it's going to be my top 30 wide receivers for week 13. And let's just get right into it. Starting off at number 30, I have Christian Kirk. You know, overall, he's had a fairly solid year as the wide receiver two for the Cardinals. Honestly, I'm just excited to see this Cardinals team back together at full strength. You know, obviously minus Chase Edmonds, but like the key main pieces, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. At 29, I have Odell Beckham Jr. It looks like he's kind of settling in as the wide receiver two. Saw a decent amount of targets in week 12. Obviously, it was a weird game script because they were behind very early on, but I think he's just going to continue to develop more and more chemistry with Matthew Stafford. And, you know, maybe he can inch up to a top 24 wide receiver, you know, towards the end of the season. At 28, I have Elijah Moore. And honestly, a lot of this could depend on who is playing quarterback. It's kind of crazy, but it seems like a lot of people are rooting for Joe Flacco to play quarterback this week just for Elijah Moore. And honestly, I'd be fine with that because I don't think anyone is starting Zach Wilson for fantasy. We really just have to wait and see. 27, I have Chase Claypool. Definitely been an overall disappointing player, I think, as a whole. I really thought he would do a lot better with Juju Smith out, but it's definitely clear that Big Ben's, you know, talent level right now is not going to match Chase Claypool's kind of big playability down the field. At 26, I have Darnell Mooney, and this is assuming that Allen Robinson will not be playing. So if A-Rob is active, I honestly think he probably maybe even falls out of this top 30. But if Allen Robinson is out again, I do think Mooney is a very solid, honestly fringe wide receiver to play because he just commands such a large target share. After Mooney, I have Mike Williams. Mike Williams is always a very tough guy to gauge every single week because we know he has those monster games in him, but he just hasn't been doing it consistently as of late. I think this game will be very telling because I've kind of been holding out hope because he keeps putting up like these four for 40 stat lines where it's like eight PPR points. Like obviously it's a bad performance, but it's not just a total hole in your lineup. You know, so you can kind of tolerate that if he's going to have the ceilings. But if he goes out, has another, you know, three for 50 game, something like that, I think he's going to take a hit, you know, in my rest of season rankings. Breaking into the top 24, I've got Devonta Smith here. I also don't really feel great about Devonta Smith rest of season, not because I don't think he's talented. I think he's very talented. I just don't like the situation here with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Two more players, kind of got a stretch of sketchy players here, 21 and 22. DK Metcalf at 21, Tyler Lockett at 22. Know these guys are top tier NFL wide receivers. The offense just looks horrible. So I'm really not able to drop them any lower because I know how talented they are, but we really just got to wait and see this offense click again before they move up any higher. Also, I skipped over Brandon Cooks at 23. Very talented player, just in a terrible situation with the Texans. Then here at number 20, I have Hunter Renfro, and he has definitely been skyrocketing up my rankings as of late. So it has been four games since Henry Ruggs was cut. In that four-game stretch, now operating as the clear-cut wide receiver one, Hunter Renfro is averaging 16.2 PPR points per game, and he should be a safe and solid wide receiver two rest of season. And I think what's even more encouraging is he saw a kind of a new type of ceiling with his Thanksgiving performance. He was targeted nine times, eight receptions for 134 yards. Prior to that game, it just seemed like he was kind of a very safe volume play. 
you know, it almost seemed like his floor was like a four for 40 performance, which, you know, is pretty solid for a wide receiver. But now that he can put together those massive games also, you know, 20 plus points without getting into the end zone, I think his stock is definitely going to continue to rise. Then we've got Brandon Ayuk here at number 19. And this game, this is the time for Brandon Ayuk to ball out. The last four games Brandon Ayuk has played, he's averaging 14.3 PPR points. This is the Brandon Ayuk we were expecting when he was being drafted, you know, in the wide receiver 20 range. Debo looks like he's going to be out this week, potentially next week as well. And so Ayuk will be operating as the number one wide receiver. And we saw him in this role in 2020 with Debo Samuel out of the lineup, and he played incredibly well. That's why people were so high on him coming into this season. We're going to see it again. And this is going to be the first week all season where I'm not just terrified putting him into my lineup. I mean, I really wasn't scared week one, but then he does nothing. You know, I've had him as a start in my start sit videos some other weeks, but it's always kind of concerning because you know the talent is there. It's just, can he produce? This is the week I trust him, which probably means he's going to go out and just perform absolutely terribly. But still, you know, God hope for the best here with Brandon Ayuk. Now, moving on to number 18, it is going to be T. Higgins. And he's someone that I kind of believed in all season long. I knew the touchdowns would kind of correct, and they did. He had a monster game in week 12. So just a solid mid-tier wide receiver two rest of season. At 17, I have Michael Pittman. The Colts are matching up against the Texans this week, which could turn into a Jonathan Taylor just smash game. But I do think Pittman still is going to fit in here as a mid-tier wide receiver too. At 16, I have Amari Cooper, who is returning from COVID. He's definitely clearly the number two on this team behind C.D. Lamb. We'll see how he kind of reintegrates back into this offense this week. At number 15, I have Jalen Waddell. And like Hunter Renfro, he is also skyrocketing up my rankings. Really, the last seven games, Jalen Waddell has just been on a tear. He's averaging 9.6 targets per game in that stretch. Really crazy for any player, but especially a rookie wide receiver. And in that stretch, he's also averaging 18.1 PPR points per game. So he should be a locked in, you know, really nice wide receiver to play moving forward rest of season. After Waddell, it's going to be DeAndre Hopkins here at 14. Obviously, this is assuming that Kyler Murray is back. Hopkins has been very touchdown dependent this season. Not a lot of volume, but we do have some bye weeks, some injuries to the wide receiver position. So I do think he's like a high-end wide receiver too. At 13, I have Marquise Brown. And even ranking him here, it kind of feels like I'm underrating him based on his production so far this season. He's clearly taken a major jump this season and is going to be a fringe wide receiver one play every single week. Number 12, I have Adam Thielen. You know, he's someone I wasn't fading, but I wasn't actively targeting coming into the season just because I didn't think he'd be able to keep up with his 14 touchdown season in 2020. Once again, he has come out, been a major red zone threat, and just continues to put up monster numbers. So really, I think it's justified here that he is ranked as a top 12 wide receiver. At number 11, I have Terry McLaurin. He's going to have his frustrating games where he goes five for 50, four for 40, but then he's going to come out, have those monster games, seven for 100 and a touchdown. He's the clear-cut number one weapon on this offense. And also as a unit, I think this offense is moving the ball a little bit better than they have been in previous games. So I like him as a low-end wide receiver one. At number 10, I have Chris Godwin. 
coming off of a very, very poor performance against the Colts. Same thing with his teammate, Mike Evans, who I have at number eight. Both did not play well. Antonio Brown will not be back for this game against the Falcons. Historically, both Godwin and Mike Evans just absolutely murder the Falcons. We saw Mike Evans ball out in week two. Chris Godwin with a solid game also. Last season, both played well in those matchups. So I think this is going to be a big game for both of these wide receivers. In between them, I have C.D. Lamb. Talked about his wide receiver teammate, Amari Cooper. C.D. Lamb is the wide receiver one here. I'm expecting him to clear concussion protocol and play tonight and play very well. Then at number seven, I have Jamar Chase. Definitely hasn't had the ceiling he had early in the season, but he's kind of one of these players who relies on big plays, almost like an A.J. Brown from last year, where if he doesn't connect on like that one reception for 40 yards and a touchdown, it may be a bad game, but you just continue to buy into the talent because you know he has that ability. Then at number five and number six, two players that I've been high on all season and all off season, both very safe options in your lineup. The first one is Deontay Johnson, just continues to be a target funnel. Then at five, it is Keenan Allen. He's really been balling out all season long. He has actually put up double digit points for PPR format every single week. That is insanely impressive with a very, very nice floor. And he's actually seen double digit targets in each of the last five games and in eight of his 11 total matchups. With Mike Williams kind of taking a step back from you know his early season production, there are very, very few wide receivers that I'd be taking over Keenan Allen rest of season. He has got to be established as at worst a mid-tier wide receiver one in PPR formats. Number four, I have Stephon Diggs, just continues to ball out. Wide receiver one on a high-scoring offense with a top-tier quarterback. Number three, Justin Jefferson, also just a baller. Somehow has even improved on his very impressive rookie season. And then number two and number one, you know, with Devontae Adams on bye, this is kind of what it looks like every single week. Tyreek Hill at two, Cooper Cup at one. Even in Cooper Cup's down games, he almost gets to 20 points. He has just had an insanely impressive season. And that is going to wrap it up for these rankings. Week 13, top 30 wide receivers. If you enjoy the content, do me a favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Really helps support me and boost my channel. Also, if you did enjoy this video, you can check out my running back rankings, quarterback rankings, and tight end rankings for week 13. Those are all gonna be posted today. But thank you for stopping by and I'll see you at the next one.